Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Today, folks, America is celebrating a national holiday, and I think it's fitting today to play a broadcast that I did a couple of years ago. It's a reading that I had done, inspired by a friend of mine, Dr. David Gibbs, and it's about Francis Scott Key and our Star-Spangled Banner. And I believe that this will be a blessing to you. And I believe, too, the, uh, the message that I gave about America whispering once again the dream that was born in our nation. May we return to that dream and that vision and make this country like it once was, a God-fearing nation. So I hope that playing this broadcast today will be a special blessing to you on this special day. Here we go. I want to share with you a reading, a uh, largely, I took this from a good friend of mine, um, Dr. David Gibbs. Uh, we were members together at the same church in Florida. And uh, he's well known for his rendition of Francis Scott Key. I've taken some things that he said there and added some of my own. I want to share that with you here today. Francis Scott Key was a lawyer from Baltimore. Our young nation was engaged in a vicious conflict with the mother country, England. Because of the protractedness of this conflict, both sides had amassed prisoners of war. The American government initiated a move to exchange prisoners with Britain, and they sent Francis Scott Key to discuss terms for the exchange of prisoners. The British were holding American prisoners in ships just off the shoreline. On an appointed day, Francis rode out on a rowboat to the British ship just outside of Fort Henry. An exchange treaty was agreed to trade men on a one-for-one -one basis by rank. Jubilant of his victory, Key went down into the belly of the ship and shared the good news with the prisoners. The soldiers, with eagerness and anticipation, listened. He said, I got great news for you, men. Tomorrow you will be free. You'll be taken out of this filth, out of your bonds, out of your chains, and returned to your countrymen. When Key returned to the surface to arrange passage of the prisoners with the British, the admiral took him aside. He said, we have a slight problem. We will honor our agreement and release the men tomorrow, but it will merely be academic after tonight. It won't matter. You see, tonight we have laid an ultimatum to your government. Your people will surrender and lay down the color of that flag you think so much of. You see that flag flying over Fort Henry? You see, we're going to remove it from the face of the earth. Scan the horizon of the sea. Do you see that? That is the entire British war fleet. All of our gunpower and armament are going to blow that fort to pieces tonight. The war is going to be over after tonight, and these men would be free anyways. Key said to the admiral, you can't do that. That fort is it's not primarily a military fort. There are women in there and children in there. 
The admiral replied, we've left a way for them to get out. You see that flag on the rampart? That tall flag you love so much? We've told them that if they lower that flag, we will cease immediately our shelling and accept your surrender. And you will return to being obedient British subjects. Well, Francis Key went back down to tell the prisoners of what was about to happen. They asked, how many ships? He said, hundreds. Scott then told the man that he would shout down reports throughout the evening. And he returned to the top. As the haze of the sunset settled on the water and darkness descended, the cannons violently erupted their volley of fire. Bang! Boom! The sound was deafening. The thunder of the big guns was relentless. The explosions of the bombs and fires illuminated the fort. Again and again and again the cannons blasted into the night. Scott descended to report to the men below, but each time all they wanted to know was this. Tell us, tell us about the flag. Is she still standing? Is she still there? Is old glory still out there? One hour, two, three hours, the shelling continued. Each time the bombs came close to the flag on the ramparts, the red flash would illuminate it. Key would descend. Man, it's still up there. Old glory, she's still standing. Through the night, the admiral in frustration came to Scott. And he said, your people are insane. What's the matter with them? Don't they understand that it's impossible for them to win? The whole fleet is here to blow them to smithereens. Key remembered what George Washington had said a number of years earlier. And he told him, the thing that sets the American Christian apart from all the other people in the world is that, is that he will die on his feet in liberty before he will live on his knees in tyranny. The admiral said, well, for the next three hours, we're going to aim our guns at that flag and we're going to take it down if you won't. We will. One thing that we don't understand is that we know we've hit the flag a number of times, but for some reason, it is still standing. But it's coming down. Mark my words, Key. The flag is coming down tonight. The barrage was unmerciful. Key could hear the men below praying, Oh God, keep that flag flying where we last saw it. Well, finally morning came and the sun poked light through the smoldering smoke there on the rampart, leaning at an awkward angle, tattered and shredded. The stars and stripes stood. Key hurried across the bay in his rowboat and mounted the rampart to see what had happened there. What he found is that the pole had suffered repetitious direct hits. When it fell, men, fathers and sons, who knew what it meant for that flag to be on the ground would run to it and pick it up and hold it up. Knowing that all the British guns were trained on it, 
they rallied to the cause and sacrificed their own lives. When they fell, their bodies were removed and others took their place. Scott Key said what held that pole at that unusual angle were the bodies of patriots. Reflecting, that evening he penned the poem, Oh, say, can you see, by the dawn's early light, what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming, the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night, yes, that our flag was still there. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet fly and wave o'er the land of the free? and the home of the brave. That was the war of 1812, and that shredded flag is still in existence and on display at the Smithsonian National Museum of the American History in Washington, D.C. It embodies the bravery and sacrifice of fallen men. They performed their valiant duty, and because of it, we are the benefactors. Their blood paid the price and secured our liberty. So too does the death of every American soldier who gave their lives for God and country in past conflicts. Patriots who did not ask for much, only that we would pay it forward to our children and our children's children to respect liberty and if need be, die for liberty. Jesus said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. That flag, yes, that flag is far more than just material, colors and shapes. It is the symbol of a dream, a dream that once was whispered by our forefathers. Although it was only a whisper, it was infectious inspiring, liberating. It filled man with hope and vision. The whisper of the dream burned in the hearts of men and made patriots that built a prosperous nation. Ronald Reagan said, If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we have achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy an individual in genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of, of individuals have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay the price. Eager patriots, my friends, ready to rise up, to stand against an enemy, any enemy, foreign or domestic, who threatened it. The dream was and is to live in a land of liberty, liberty for all. Today, though that dream is threatened, liberty is in grave danger, not as much by foreign enemies, but rather domestic enemies through wicked ideologies taught freely in our schools, propagated in our media, legislated by lawmakers and courts and judges. 
Ronald Reagan also said, Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or on one day, we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in the United States where men were free. Oh my, may that not happen. John Adams said, if liberty, liberty once lost is lost forever. And I hope that this broadcast, uh, this replay has been a blessing uh, to you here today and a challenge on this special day for our country as we look back of what God has done and look at what is going on now in our nation. And if there's going to be a change, if it's going to alter for the good, it'll be because God's people took up uh, the responsibility of being salt and light. That's been my message for quite some time, calling America back to repentance. We desire revival, but revival only comes through the doorway of repentance. And it's going to take God's people to do it. We're not going to get that from government. We're not going to get that from the White House. We're not going to get that from our courts and from our schools. It's going to come from the house of God. The Bible says that repentance begins in the house of God. And I believe that there is still hope for our nation. And I believe that God is merciful, but he will not turn a blind eye to our sin. But he is merciful, and he does give us second chances. And I believe we ought to take a stand to try to save our nation. That's going to be it for today. I hope you have a blessed day. We'll be back again at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you, and God bless the USA.